Peace, peace, everybody. Welcome to the Vado Hoops Podcast. My name is Fernando Cardenas, aka International XB. I am your host. This is episode number 25. Once again, I'm happy to be here with y'all. I love doing this. I love uh, what Vado Hoops is and what Vado Hoops stands for and what Vado Hoops is becoming. So listen, first and foremost, VadoHoops.net. Our brand new website is up. Finally, um, listen, it's nothing crazy, you know, but please support and go check it out. You know what I mean? Go on the website. Um, we got some things coming up for sure, but right now it's just, you know, you can check out my bio. You can, you know, check out a couple things, what Vital Hoops is about. You know what I mean? You can always contact us through there, you know. Uh, we love to, we always love to hear feedback. Um, you know, any guests you want, you would like to, for us to have on the show, um, any recommendations, any positive, constructive criticism and, um, yeah, don't hesitate to hit us up, but, um, we definitely going to have some merch coming up real soon. So yeah, make sure you stay up on the site, check it out, vitalhoops.net. And we're also working on some, you know, other things, but that'll be in a, in the near future but for now definitely um go to the website and merch coming coming real soon so all right so sunday february 19th was the nba all-star game it took place in utah team Giannis versus team lebron unfortunately uh we didn't we didn't see uh kd steph or um zion all the other all-stars were there i believe you know personally it's been a few years, you know, that, you know, I have, I have not enjoyed the All-Star game. Uh, mainly because, you know, they don't play hard. It's, you can't even call it playground basketball because, you know, we play harder on the playground. It's kind of just like, you know, they, they just kind of out there. But, you know, I was watching a clip earlier today of Kobe Bryant speaking about how, you know, the NBA All-Star game is supposed to be, you know, the best pickup basketball game in the world. You know what I mean? And the fans want to see, want to see, want to see the players play. You know, I want to see them hoop. So, you know, I agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. And uh, I wish they went a little bit harder, you know. Uh, they don't have to go, you know, 40 plus. But I remember a few years back, it was a little bit more you know, they, they will get after it a little bit more. And definitely you would see it towards the end of quarters. And, you know, at the end of the game, it would always be real competitive. Dude started playing defense. You know what I mean? Nowadays, it's just kind of like a free, like an open shootout. Dude's just pulling up from everywhere and just shooting threes, shooting threes. Like, it's already becoming that throughout the season. So if, so if we just see that in the All-Star game as well, it's, it's a shame. You know what I'm saying? It's a shame. But um, congratulations to Jason Tatum. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, won the MVP and uh, broke the scoring record. 55 points, most ever scoring in an All-Star game. So congrats to him. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell also had a great game with 40 points for Team Giannis. And then, you know, on Team LeBron, you had um, Jalen Brown with 35. And then you actually had Kyrie and Embiid, who I thought were actually trying to play a little harder. They were trying to actually encourage their teammates to play D and all that. Um, they both had 32. They played well as well. But um, for the three-point contest, uh, Dame Dollar won it. Damian Lillard, amazing shooter. And then the dunk contest wasn't bad. 
You know what I mean? It wasn't bad. Mac McClung, he won the dunk contest and he had some great dunks. Great dunks. So um, that was cool. So congrats to Mac McClung and uh, Damian Lillard for winning the dunk contest and three-point contest. So now that that's out of the way, we're coming into the second half of the season, NBA season, which is actually a little less than half of the season, but you know they call it like the halfway mark. But now is when it starts to count for real, for real. You know what I mean? And teams started getting to playoff mode. So we'll see what happens. I think that the play-in tournament is still is still in, still in this this season. So we'll see um, who makes it to that. Should should be interesting. It was some wild trades. So you know what I mean. We have some changes. Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. I want to speak real quick on that because as always. As always, the media getting on Kyrie, being like, oh, he's such a bad teammate. You know what I mean? He left his squad. He abandoned his team, all of that. Truth is, you know, it was time to to to, re, to make a deal for his new contract. And the team, you know, he felt like they weren't making the right offer. You know what I mean? It was a business move. They weren't making the right offer for him. There was, I believe, it was a condition in there. They wanted him to, you know, win a championship in order to get whatever, whatever. So and he didn't think that was fair. So he made the right move. He was like, I want to trade. He said later on that he wanted to be where he where he was wanted, where he was valued for, for what he is of a great player. So that was that. Big up to Kyrie. He's in Dallas now playing with Luka. Now, you know, I'm not a Dallas Mavericks fan, but, you know, I do like Kyrie and I think they have a lot missing on that squad still. They don't have enough defense in order to be a real contender and all that. But offensively, do I think it can work? I do. A lot of people don't think Luka and Kyrie can work. I think it can. Mainly because I saw uh, Kyrie do it with with um, with um James Harden. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, they both ball dominant. They they ball dominant. It's not going to work. But Kyrie was able to be like, listen, I'll move over to the two and let you hold the rock. And Kyrie is such a great player that, you know, he was able to move without the ball and still make it work, you know. So I think he can do that with Luca as well, and I think they can both make it work because they both so great. Uh, they know basketball, and they know. And if they really want to win, they can make it work. Um, uh, another crazy trade was KD. Now KD to the Phoenix Suns. Now that becomes something serious. The Phoenix Suns are officially a war machine. Uh, I think obviously, you know, on paper, they're a championship team. Do I think they're going to make it work this year and they're going to be able to win? I'm not sure. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I do believe it's possible. I would, I would like to see, um, you know, Chris Paul win a chip. I feel like he deserves it. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time, in my opinion. And, um, it would be dope to see him win a championship. I, I see there's rumors that, um, they want to bring in uh, Melo. Chris Paul wants Carmelo Anthony to sign with the, with the Suns as well. I think that would be dope. I am a Melo fan, and I think that would be dope also for Melo to get a, to get a championship. But I would love to see Melo retire as a Nick. Also, you know what I mean. As a Nick, I think Melo should retire as a Nick. That would be dope. But if he gets his championship with the Suns, I won't be mad. KD, I, I believe, still has a few years uh, to do his thing in the league, and um. I think it's possible they got a great squad over there in Phoenix. Obviously, we'll see how that how that works. 
Now the Lakers made some moves, you know what I mean? Um, they got D'Angelo Russell, and I feel like that. I feel they, like they got a little bit better. I feel like they they got better. Once again, if guys are healthy, of course that's always the if uh, with Anthony Davis and all that. But if everyone is healthy on the Lakers, I think they can make some noise if they make it to the playoffs. Obviously, I think they could do some. Much respect to LeBron James for you know becoming the all-time leading scorer. He passed uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem, man, you know, much respect for what he did, you know, back in the day and for being such a great player. But lately, he's been saying some real, some real Uncle Tom type shit. I don't know what's wrong with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but lately, him along with, you know, all these dudes, Charles Barkley, Shaq, all these dudes have been saying some, some wild stuff. I guess it's the times we're in. They're feeling pressure from up top, but. Kareem, I don't know what's, but anyway, yeah, congrats to LeBron, and um, he deserves it. We'll see, man. I hope the Lakers can be somewhat good again, you know, that he doesn't go out, that LeBron doesn't finish his season, you know, not making the playoffs three, four times straight. That would be, that would be whack, but um, we'll see how it goes, and we'll see if he stays there till the end of his career, and if he gets to play with his son, that would be crazy to see, you know, LeBron play a, a season with his son at the highest level of basketball um the new york knicks my squad you know what i mean as a knicks fan i feel like you know knicks got josh hart before the end of the trade deadline um i feel like it was a good move i feel like it helps them i feel like they got a little bit better you know what i'm saying uh, um we'll see you know what i'm saying we'll see what happens i do believe they're gonna um obviously be in the playoffs, which is good. But I don't know. I don't know if they're, you know, I still believe the problem with the New York Knicks is up top in the organization. I hate management. I hate owners. Uh, I don't I, I don't like what's going on up there, you know. And I believe until that changes up there, the Knicks won't be able to beat, you know, a championship team. So, unfortunately, that's the way it is right now with my New York Knicks. Uh, hopefully they can still be somewhat good, you know, this for the rest of the season and in the um, hopefully in the playoffs. Hopefully they can make the playoffs, and we'll see what happened. Anything can happen in the playoffs. So, moving on, hip hop. Hip hop celebrates fifty years. We are in two thousand and twenty-three. Hip hop was officially born in nineteen seventy-three. So that's it. Fifty years of the culture. I remember when, you know what I mean, when I was a kid, I started getting into hip hop. You know, older people would would tell me, you know, it's just a fad. It's going to go by soon. You know what I mean? It won't be around for long. And I'm saying you're just doing this as a kid. You'll get over it. I remember that. But shout out to hip hop. Shout out to the culture and to all the hip hoppers out there. The real hip hop, because usually we tend to, you know, confuse hip-hop with the rap industry you know what i mean we we tend to confuse hip-hop the culture with just you know rap music which is part of the culture but it is not hip-hop as a whole and and hip-hop is african culture you know what i mean you know um they started in new york with people of african descent mainly and uh you could see that in it you could feel that in it 
the graffiti, the hieroglyphics, you know, you can see the MCs, like the like the West African griots. You know what I mean? You can see, you know, all of it, the, the way the way it's put together, you know, unity, you know, having fun. You know what I mean? It's the way we live, it's how we eat, it's how we talk, it's how we dress, it's everything. You know, it's a culture of resistance. You know what I mean? And then I believe today every culture must have aspects of resistance in it. So shout out to hip hop and the real hip hoppers. Uh PBS just dropped a, you know, a series, Fight the Power, How Hip Hop Changed the World. I believe Chuck D is involved in in the making of this series. And I haven't been able to watch it because I don't have access to PBS. But how hip hop changed the world, that's interesting. It's interesting to check out. I have had some, you know, some people that saw it, that saw the series, let me know how they felt about it, you know, and some liked it and some felt like it was a little bit too, um, you know, that it didn't get into the radical part of it enough. You know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, but, you know, it's important to document hip hop all the time and it's important for us to do it. It has to be documented by us, by people of the culture. But I do believe there's a lack of hip hop, you know, documentaries and and short stories uh, that talk about, you know, how important the black radical movement um, has been to the culture and how it is part of the culture, actually. But, you know, it's not just in the U.S. also, because we can't forget that hip hop is an international movement. You know, what I mean, it began in New York, but today it's worldwide. And I think we always have to keep that in mind. Another great series that's out is, you know, Wu-Tang, American Saga, which I love. I've been watching it. You know what I mean? The the, the latest season is out now. Um, so that's dope. It's really dope. I like how they, you know, I like how they made that. Uh, I hope more you know more legendary hip-hop groups you know do series like as such you know what i mean like uh it would be dope to to get one of those from maybe the boot camp click you know what i mean it, it would be dope to get one of those from you know even like bdp you know what i mean uh public enemy i mean x clan all of that man that would be dope so yeah Another series that I've been watching, you know what I mean, to get back to basketball, Last Chance You, you know, but um the first one was the the first one was dope, I felt. The first one was better. This the second one, um, I know I'm late. I'm I'm still watching it. I haven't finished it, but it's because I've had a lot going on and you know, it's not as good, I feel. Uh mainly because Coach Mosley's doing too much, in my opinion. Now he's doing too much. The cameras are on and he's just, you know, making a a fool out of him out of himself just just more show than necessary like coach your players man just don't <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah it's still kind of dope i still enjoy watching it last last chance you and um there's a dope documentary coming uh this year stand it's about mahmoud abdul raouf and how they blackballed him how his career was cut short you know what i mean for standing up for something um for those of you who don't know, you know, kind of like Kaepernick before Kaepernick. And he was an amazing player, man. So much respect, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing that, to seeing that documentary. Um, so when we talk about hip hop, we always talk about MCing just because it is the most, 
you know, um, recognized elements of the culture. And so recently, like they always make top MC lists, you know what I mean? But recently, Billboard made their top 50 MC list. Now, obviously, when I see that it's Billboard, you know, I'm skeptical for obvious reasons, you know, because it's Billboard, you know. It is, it is kind of ridiculous. There's a lot. I could say a lot about this top 50 list, you know what I mean? Snoop Dogg is in the top 10. I disagree wholeheartedly, uh, even though I love Snoop Dogg when I was a youth, you know what I mean? But I don't believe he's top 10 greatest MCs of all time. Not even close. Um, Black Thought is number 28 and KRS is number 24. <laughs> you can't name me 20 to 28 rappers that are better than Black Thought and KRS one, dog. It's just not realistic. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, Billboard. But anyway, shout out to hip hop, shout out to the culture. We are going to keep this episode short. You know what I mean? But it is Black History Month, you know, it's February. And um, I believe, you know, I, see, I hear a lot of, you know, people saying they don't celebrate Black History Month. Some say they do. Some say if you do, what do you do during Black History Month? That's different. You know, Black History should be, uh, you know, all year round thing, which I agree with. Should, we should always celebrate our history as, as people of African descent um, all year round. But I think one thing that's important is with Black History Month, you know what I mean? Just not to just make it like a holiday. Like every year, February comes around. And so uh, we say, yeah, our history, we did this, we did that. And that's great. Uh, March comes around April and we just keep rocking. I think we need to, you know, transform history into reality. You know what I mean? I think that's important. Learn from the past, you know, learn from our ancestors, learn from our great leaders see what they did right, see what we can take from them, you know, organize, you know, I've, I've spoken about this, we need to be part of organizations, and you know, learn from the past and apply in the present, you know what I'm saying, but I don't believe it should just be a systematic thing where, yeah, oh yeah, black history, blah, 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 and we don't do anything, so I think it's something to think about, you know what I mean, and I think we also always need to go to the root, you know what I mean, like, it's cute to, to, to say, you know, MLK was so great, Martin Luther King, this and that. But let's talk about it for real. Let's talk about why he got assassinated by the state or was he a threat to the state? You know, because he was a revolutionary. He was not just a dreamer. He was a revolutionary. He was about he was about destroying systems of oppression. So, you know, that's just one of our leaders. But overall, yeah, I think we need to we need to dig deeper, you know, and get to the root of these problems. And stop doing charity work, you know, and get into deep grassroots organizing. So for my book recommendation, since it is Black History Month, and since we are talking about some of our great leaders, I want to honor Malcolm X. You know, Malcolm X, in my, in my humble opinion, is one of the greatest human beings to ever walk on this planet. He was forever evolving. You know what I mean? He was evolving. He knew how to recognize um, his mistakes, uh, he knew how to uh, adapt. He knew how to keep constantly growing and growing. And that's what, it, that's what it's about. That's what we should be about as people, just growing and um, understand and, you know, admit when we do something wrong and just keep on moving forward. 
you know, and, and, and not just do things for our own good, but for the good of our people. So that's what Malcolm X embodied. So I want to recommend this book. Uh, it's uh, Malcolm X Speaks. And it's basically certain speeches uh, of Malcolm towards the end of his of his life, like before he was assassinated. And it's very interesting because you see his growth and where he was at, you know, and kind of you kind of get a, an idea of where he was going. You know, unfortunately, he was uh, assassinated, but it's definitely an interesting book. So please check it out. Um, yeah, that's about it for episode number 25 of the Vada Hoops podcast. Before I go, as most of you know, I am an MC as well. Um, I got a, I got a, a single coming out with my wife, YLA and XB. We got a single coming out real soon. Check that out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm gonna put uh, in the description. I'm gonna put the link of our previous single that we dropped a few years back. It wasn't a single. It's actually a track we did on one of our albums, uh, uh, one of the 340MS albums. Uh, 340MS is my group, hip hop group. Shout out to 340MS, uh, my cousin A.B. Cardenas and I. And uh, shout out to Guerrilla Republic, Guerrilla Republic Cuba, Diaspora Rutgers. Um, but yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. My wife and I dropping a single. And check out our, our old video. Like I said, I'm going to put the link. It was called Rebel Rhythm. And it was a dope little video that we produced in, in Cuba. Yeah, that's that. So be, be on the lookout for that. Uh, definitely go check out the website, as I, as I said vitalhoops.net and remember hit us up you know let us know write us write us contact us vitalhoopspodcast at gmail.com we thank you thank you for, for for rocking with us for following the show please once again share it with your friends share it with your family share it with your loved ones with your enemies you know uh, check us out on ig as well at vitalhoopspodcast twitter at vitalhoopspod we're on facebook as well Spread the word, like, share, subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We're here um, by the hoopses for the culture. Peace.